Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Monday, yay, Monday, September the 26th, 2022, and um, so glad that you're, you've joined us today. Um, we are reading through the Psalms, so we're on Psalm 16 today. We're also doing daily readings from C.S. Lewis, um, so we'll do uh, both of those this morning um, while we're together. Yeah. We uh we're we're kind of uh you know we're kind of watching the weather down here in Tampa. We're keeping an eye on things because uh, Hurricane Ian seems to be like headed our way. Well, he's definitely headed our way. So just depends how close he's trying to come to us. Uh, right now, looks like he's gonna try and get real real close. So, <laughs> oh man, always something. And I thought we were gonna dodge it. It was so late in the season, right? Like man, I think we're gonna. Hurricane season, I think it was going to come and go, no problem. And then there he comes. There he comes. So, so uh, all that to say, guys, the podcast for this week, maybe it'll be interesting to see when I'm going to be available. Um, I'll, I'll for sure be on tomorrow. Uh, and then Wednesday, I don't know. Um, we'll see. We'll see what, you know, weather situation looks like, power, you know, all those things. So I'll try to, I'll try to connect with you guys, though. Um, and, um, spend some time in prayer. So, all right, well, let's do it guys. Uh, Psalm 16, you know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Good morning, Sandy. Good morning, Joseph. Good morning, Deborah. Welcome everybody. So glad you guys take time to be on. Hey, Pastor Tim and Jane, long time. Good to see you guys. Well, this works right here. Verse Psalm 16 is a good one to start with right there. Um, the very first verse. Keep me safe, my God, for in you I take refuge. Um, wait, that's we did that one already, didn't we? We did we did 16 last time. Um yeah, didn't we do 16 last time? I think we did. So I think today is 17. Uh, no, maybe not. Maybe not. Um, no, it's 16. All right, here we go. Adam, I, I, should, I should be more organized. Here we go. Verse 1. I, uh, 16, verse 1. Keep me safe, my God, for in you I take refuge. Well, a lot of us are doing that right now, battening down the hatches, getting ready, holding on. It's good to know we can uh, stay safe in God. In him we take refuge. Verse 2, I say to the Lord, you are my God. Apart from you, I have no good thing. Hmm. That's a humble recognition, right? right? You are my Lord, and apart from you, I have no good thing. Like it's all anything good in me, Lord. Anything good in me is a direct result of God's activity. Wow, how about that for perspective, man? Like you know, that's a good 
Christian posture and perspective, a God-honoring perspective. Uh, you know, in myself I can do nothing, but in Christ, if there any, if there's any redeemable characteristic in me, it's because of Jesus. You are my Lord. Apart from you, I have no good thing, man. And that doesn't just mean your your characteristics or maybe your abilities or talents. That means literally in life, it could, you, you mean, it could be your possessions, it could be uh, life giving relationships that you have. Um, any good thing, um, any good thing, I would not have were it not for the Lord. It's the Lord who's given me every every good. The Word of God says that, right? Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of heavenly lights. God gives us those things, and today's a good day to thank Him. You know, and and, and you know, in in the backdrop of a, a storm right now, it's good to thank God for the good things. Man, so many good things that God blesses us with and and gives to us on a daily basis. So often that we take advantage, we we don't think of. I mean, you could probably just in your car or where on in the kitchen table, wherever you are right now, you could think of. Dozens and dozens of things that are a, a gift from God. You're sitting in a with shelter over your head, with lights on, with an air conditioner running, or with the, if you're up in the Midwest, you got the windows. Maybe you got the windows open. I don't know. What's the temperature like there? Probably good, huh? Maybe maybe a little chilly. Sixties. You got people that love you. You got uh, people that you love. Uh, all all kind of things to be thankful for. So many good things that God that God has given us. Verse three: I say of the holy people who are in the land, they are the noble ones in whom is all my delight. Those who run after other gods will suffer more and more. I will not pour out libations of blood to such gods or take up their names on my lips. He's like, I'm not going to worship other gods, even every even though everyone else does. Hmm. And that's a good reminder right there. And, um, and it kind of connected, right? When you think about the goodness of God, why would you? When you think about the goodness of God and how good God has been to you, when every good thing has come from him, where no good thing would be yours without him, why would we? Why would you or I? Why would we chase after other gods? Those who run after other gods, they're going to find that there are no gods at all, right? That they're empty. On the other hand, we have a God who gives us every good thing, gives us peace and joy. And but despite all the material blessings, the even the more valuable blessings of peace and joy and kindness and contentment and love. Why would we? Why would we dare? Why would we even be entertained? Uh foreign gods, <laughs> gods that are no gods at all. Yeah, man, that's, that's a great, great reminder and encouragement. We don't have to chase after all that junk, man. We got to chase after what everybody else is chasing after. We don't have to chase after the, the toys and trinkets and idols of this world. No, why? Because we have a God who gives us, who keeps no good thing from us. In fact, every good thing, every good thing we have has come straight from his hand. Hmm. So I'm not gonna take up the names of other gods. No way. Verse five. 
Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. Hmm. You know, the idea there is that, uh, you know, my lot, that is my, we say my lot in life. But it comes from like actually having a portion of land, like having a portion, like, um, you know, the, the tribes of Israel were, were allotted portions based on their ancestry, based on their, you know, their lineage, uh, their birthright. So you had a portion of land, uh, a portion of an inheritance. Uh, could be could be land, could be riches, whatever. Um, and that portion was based on who you were related to. Right. So based on your generally your your the, the line of your father. That's who that's uh, who you were. That was your portion was based on that birthright. Um, who you related to. And here, what is David saying? The Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. <laughs> Man, how about that? I'm related to you, Lord. Lord, you're my portion. You're going to give me everything I need. My portion in life, my lot in life, that as it were, my, the, 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 the necessities of life that I need, they are going to be mine because I am related. I am in a relationship with the Lord. I, have a, I am his child. I am his son. I've been bought with a price. I'm in his family. So the Lord is my portion forever. Nobody going to take what, the, what God planned to give me. <laughs> what God has allotted for me is mine. Because he has established it so. Lord, you alone are my portion in my cup. You make my lot what? Secure. Ain't nobody going to take it. Man, aren't you glad about that? God has everything you need. He's going to take care of you. He's going to take care of you. He is your cup and your portion forever. That's a common theme in the Bible. God, are you my portion and my cup forever? You are my portion he said, you're, you're my source. You're my provider. Um, you are my riches. Wow, what a beautiful thought. God is our riches. Verse 6, the boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. Wow, I love that. Wow. <laughs> the boundaries have fallen for me in delightful places. Man, in other words, man, haven't things worked out well for me? Praise the Lord. That's basically what he's saying. You know, all glory to God. But when I look at the, the scope and, and the scale of my life, man, the boundaries have fallen pretty well in my favor. Man, that's awesome. You go back to the beginning when he was talking about the blessings. that I have no good thing except from the Lord. This is what he's saying. He said, look, the boundaries, what, what do I have to complain about? The boundaries, the boundaries of my life, of my portion, of what God has given me, man, they've, they've fallen pretty, pretty favorably for me. <laughs> the chips that fell, they fell, they fell a lot in my favor. <laughs> I love that. I will praise the Lord who counsels me. And he counsels you. If you listen, if we listen to him, he'll counsel us. He'll lead us away from some really bad decisions and bad choices. He'll counsel us. He'll guide us down the path of righteousness. We just got to listen. That's sometimes the hardest part, right? So busy talking, we don't listen. <laughs> but if we'll listen, he'll counsel us. 
I praise the Lord who counsels me even at night. My heart instructs me. Yeah, even at night he instructs. Sometimes the Lord instructs at like 3 a.m. <laughs> Seems to be his favorite time. I don't know about you, but 3 a.m. is like the Lord always want to uh, instruct, clarify things. But yeah, verse 8, I keep my eyes always on the Lord with him at my right hand. Wow. Hey, Jeff, what's up, man? Good morning. I keep my eyes always on the Lord with, with, with him at my right hand. I will not be shaken. And no matter what, man, the Lord by my side, um, I will not be shaken. Regardless of what comes my way, uh, triumph or tragedy, whatever it is, I will not be shaken. I'm going to walk through it with confidence, with hope, with, uh, with faith. Yeah. I will not be shaken. Yeah, in the next 48 hours, man, we're going to be, there's going to be a lot going on with the storm and, you know, concerns, particularly people right on the coast. I mean, we're about one mile. We were looking at it today. We're literally one mile from Crystal Beach, which is right, which is on the water. So, you know, as, as the, as the crow flies, we're one mile away from water. I ain't too crazy about that right now. 99.9% .9 of the time, I love it. Right now, <laughs> with the talk of a storm surge, I'm not real, I'm not real crazy about that. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of, you know, a lot of people concerned, different things. But what does he say? This is great counsel for our hearts from the word of a God. I keep my eyes always on the Lord with him at my right, right hand. I will not be shaken. I'm just going to trust. I'm going to still make my, still going to make my preparations. Still going to evacuate if I need to. I'm still going to do the stuff I got to do. I'm not going to be foolish, but I'm not going to be shaken. If it, if it all washes away, if it all goes tomorrow, it's all God's anyway. He'll give me what I need. Verse 9. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure. Which, by the way, guys, we, we the Roland family, we used to fires and floods, man. We've been through two fires already. We've been through house fire. I'm not saying it's pleasant. I'm not saying it's fun, but, you know, we, we've done the rebuild thing. It can be done. ain't fun. I'd rather not do it again, just for the record. But we've been there, done that. Therefore, my heart is glad, and I, my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad God will never abandon us? Nor will you let your faithful one see decay. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Wow. I love that. Love that. He will fill us with eternal pleasures at his right hand. Mm. And delight, God delights in bringing uh, pleasures into the life of his children. I mean, sometimes we imagine God as this, this you know, wrongly imagine God as this kind of old stooge who reluctantly gives gifts to his children. It's like, oh, they're asking me for stuff again. Ugh. Ugh. Why are they bugging me? There's so many people view God that way. Like, you know, like he's like, bother. Like, oh, they're bothering me again. Ugh. Leave me alone. No, man, that's not God. God delights in bringing good things into the life of his children. 
He's full of wisdom and kindness and generosity and love and holiness and purity. He's the best, like literally, <laughs> like for real. He's the best. You know, we say that about a lot of people when they do something nice or they're, you know, we like them, like, oh, that person, she's the best. She's the best. You know, but God really is. He's the best, like, like legit. He's the best. That's the God we serve. That's the God who invites us into relationship with himself and, uh, and gives us all these good, beautiful gifts. Mm. All right. Let's, uh, that wraps up uh, Psalm 16. Let's read uh, the reading today from C.S. Lewis from uh, September 26th, God in Tandem. It's from this book, A Year with C.S. Lewis, daily readings in his Christian classic. All right, here we go. Um, God in tandem is what it's called. Let's see, see what C.S. Lewis is going to challenge us with this day, with today. The Bible really means, oh, I'm sorry, that's not what it says. I'm just making up words. The Bible really seems to clench the matter when it puts the two things together into one amazing sentence. The first half is, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling which looks as if everything depended on us or our good actions. All right, so he's talking about that verse, um, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. So he's saying you read that, and you, the first of it sounds like it, it all relies on us. But the second half goes on, for it is God who worketh in you, which looks as if God did everything, and we do nothing. So the first half, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Looks like it's all up to us. The second part, which says it is, but it for it is the for it is God who works in you. That sounds like it's God's doing it all. And we do nothing. I'm afraid that this is the sort of thing we come up against in Christianity. I am puzzled, but I am not surprised. You see, we are now trying to understand and to separate two and to separate into watertight compartments what exactly God does and what man does when God and man are working together. So this idea of salvation, there's a human part, there's a, there's a divine part. And when, you, when we uh, work or cooperate with God, there's a tendency to try to tightly or, or like down to the minutiae dissect, what does God do, what do we do? <laughs> and they try to separate that. And he says, that's the kind of thing you always run into in, uh, in Christianity, is, uh, is because they're so intertwined, you know. You know, God works in us to to uh, to do His good will, right? To do His purposes, um, He works through us, um, and so it kind of goes back to the Psalm, right? Every like, there's no good thing in my life without the Lord. But the truth is, um, there's been some things that I've participated in in my life to help bring about some good. I've God, God, and I have worked together. It's, it's been without God, it would have never happened, but. God enabled me to do some things. God enabled me to achieve some things, to provide some things for myself, but I would have never been able to do it by myself, but it was God in me. It was all God. It was, but it didn't, but that doesn't mean it wasn't me, right? So, so it's this, but, and that's the kind of thing when you're talking about the life of faith, because it's a relationship, it's a, it's a connection with God that is just not easily dissect, dissected. So here he's given the example of even salvation. 
He says, I am puzzled, but I'm not surprised. You see, we are now trying to understand and to separate into watertight compartments what exactly God, that God does and what man does when God and man are working together. And of course, we begin by thinking it is like two men working together so that you can say, he did that bit and I did that. So we often think of that relationship between ourselves and God like a human relationship. And so this person does this, this person does that. But our relationship with God is much more dynamic than that. He goes on, but this way of thinking breaks down to think of, you know, our relationship with God like the relationship of two persons. God is not like that. He is inside you as well as outside. Even if we could understand who did what, I do not think human language could properly express it. Man, isn't that right? Yeah, the God who works with us is not only working on the outside in circumstances and situations, he's, work, he's also working on the inside, giving us motivation, giving us ideas, giving us our talents and our abilities and our strength, giving us our thoughts. He's prompting, he's moving, he's encouraging, he's doing all this inner work in us. He's also a partner on the outside, arranging things that we could never arrange, but he's also on the inside of us doing amazing work. I do not think human language could properly express it. In the attempt to express it, different churches say different things. But you will find that even those who insist most strongly on the importance of good actions tell you you need faith. And even those who insist most strongly on faith tell you to do good actions. Hmm. So it's, it's both. It's God working in us and we working with God. To, uh, to do his good purposes. What brings about the good in your life? Is it all God? Yes. Do you participate in it? Yes. <laughs> it's both. It's both because God is working outside and inside us um, to bring about um, those good things. And when it comes to salvation, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Is there a part that we participate in in working out our salvation? Yes. But it's God who's working in us. He's working in us to, to create a desire an appetite to become more like Jesus. Because you think about it, when you years ago, before you met Jesus, you had no appetite to become like Jesus. But with the Holy Spirit comes in our lives, he works in us and through us and creates in us an appetite, a desire to want godly things. And those godly things, as we pursue them, as we work them out, as it were, they, uh, they produce fruits of righteousness in our lives. They produce good fruit in our lives. And we look around and we see the good fruit. We see healthy relationships. We, say, we see a healthy uh, and, um, and peaceful financial situation in our lives. We see um, a joy and a peace uh, spiritually. Who did that? God did it. But you participated with God. <laughs> You couldn't have done it by yourself. You could not have done it by yourself. But God working in you brought it to be. He brought it to be. And so when it comes to salvation, you know, did God save you? Yes. You responded to that call. What, did, what, what worked in you to want you to respond to that call? God. So it was God and you in tandem. But it was mostly God. <laughs> on the outside and on the inside. 
man, aren't you glad? Aren't you glad that God is on the outside and the inside of us? Man, he's working in He's working in this old brain of mine. He's working in this old heart of mine. He's also working on the outside. Man, I love that. And he's working in you too. He's working in you too. He's working in each of us to bring about his good pleasure and good purposes. Uh, and, the, and, the, and those good purposes are to bring delight and joy into your life as well. Man, he's a good God. He's the best. As we said earlier, he's the best. All right, you guys, that wraps it up for today. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for a chance to gather with friends and read and just uh, challenge our minds and thoughts and uh, consider your goodness and grace. Lord, thank you for the work that you do in us and that the work and the work that you do outside of us. Lord, every good and perfect gift we know is, has come from you. We thank you for it. God, I pray for my friends this week as we, especially down here in uh, Florida, to think about the storm and make preparations. God, we pray that you would protect folks. You'd give them wisdom, especially the most vulnerable. Uh, may you uh, make sure that they're provided for and cared for. Lord, if there's something that we can do to help each other, help us to keep our eyes open, our hands open, our hearts open, so that we can be a good neighbor to anyone who has need. Lord, pray your blessing upon each and every person today. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for being on today. Hope you have a fantastic day. Encourage each other. Pray for each other. Hey, if it, you know, during this storm, after the storm, if anybody of you guys need something, please don't hesitate to let this community know we are here to help. Uh, we're, we'll get through this together, whether it's a big storm, little storm, whatever it is, we'll get through it together and uh, we'll be stronger for it. Love you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.